0: you're listening to strictly business podcast with lindsey williams it's monday afternoon so it's time for shapiro will with david shapiro who's the deputy chairman of Sassam securities in johannesburg and david we've had a long weekend in the united states of america we've just had some good jobs data out of the united states of america the markets seem to love it the s p as i speak now up around about one percent i don't quite understand why but overall quite a good feeling about stock markets worldwide
1: there is a good feeling, and no one's quite sure why. Mm. <laughs> and it's—I don't think anybody can put their finger on it. And and I think most money managers are are really battling to to make sense of it, um, unless they believe that that uh, we've peaked with the COVID-19, you know, with the pandemic, mm. and that things are slowly going to get better. Or alternatively. Um, even if it's delayed, or at least we're going to point in the right direction. But, but Lindsay, it started in China this morning, and, and even then, no one could make sense of why China suddenly went through the roof, you know, why we yes. had, I don't know how it ended up. Why we ended up about five percent or thereabouts. Mm. So, so it's 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 baffling, and I think you know you're hearing the same story. Okay, we'll 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 travel along a little bit. We're going to do this liquidity, you know, the normal story. But wait until this date, then we'll they will be tested. You know, and that's that we've been hearing all along. So, it's 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 confusing, and you know, I'm feeling better about the markets. You know, by better, I'm feeling mm. I'm feeling happy. Yeah, this is great. You know, but. But I must admit that I can't put context to to what happened today. Uh, some, you know, the the the, the, the what's it, the uh, ISM uh, services gauge uh, uh, has come out now, which is very positive. Mm. So you're getting some positive readings on the economy in the U.S. But still, I don't think um, you know, you know, it's 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 not really substance enough to kind of justify where we are. But We there, you know, that's what I'm saying. We are whatever the reason is, people are buying shares.
0: Yes people are buying um, shares. Uh, I'm just looking at if you look at any of the websites that you normally follow, whether it be Reuters, or Bloomberg, or CNBC, or the, or the FT, or the Economist, whatever, uh, lots of different sort of differing headlines. And as you quite rightly say, nobody seems to know what to say. Because, um, for example, City sees markets in a stalemate, City, the the financial institution, yeah. sees markets in a stalemate over the next 12 months as bulls and bears collide so there's two different mm. stories here why was shanghai mm. up 5.7 percent this morning as you referenced earlier on uh, is it because it's been manipulated by uh, buying from the state or or what is it because there's no discernible number that's come out that says we have to buy this market because it's, it's it's worth being up nearly six percent it just doesn't make sense to me
1: no no there isn't there isn't any sense to today's movements but uh you know, you've got to. We've got to start digging for it and find out. You know, because generally we're wrong, and the market's right. Well, you know, I'm so. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, you know, when listen, you know, we've been pretty cautious. Uh, I, I must admit that uh, against the backdrop, I've kind of uh, restructuring portfolios, and I've yeah. spoken to you about this before. I said, okay, look, let me get rid of some of the old stocks. You know, funny enough, I'm even getting rid of Berkshire. Um, I know they've gone and they've both put in four billion rand, which dollars, sorry, doesn't even dent their petty cash. You know, they've got, I think, over a hundred billion. I don't know. I, was it four billion? I don't think it was a massive play that he's making and that. And and I looked at Berkshire. I've, I've, I'm a great admirer of Warren Buffett, you know, and I have been for years. But mm. over the last couple of years, I've done nothing, you know. So I'm saying, hold it. I think I can do better. I think. Really, I think David, I that's so, interesting. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm.
0: Don't tell yeah, Alec you know, Hogg that because yeah. he's, still, he's still in love with the buffett
1: <laughs> well well, Buffett's Buffett, mm. but Berkshire has kind of fallen behind where the markets are, and um you know I'm looking at uh i'm i am i am trying to pick out okay, where's the growth going to be? I'm not doing the value investment type stuff and saying, okay you know. Uh, this company looks as uh, has been battered down. It's worth a lot more. I'm going the other way and saying where's the money going to be spent in the next three, four, five years? What looks interesting um, around that? And uh, I think there's quite a bit of excitement. So I'm not being influenced by what we're seeing now, but rather where we'll kind of be a few years time. Uh, the shape of of the economy that doesn't include Tesla, by the way. You know, I just, mm. there's another one. I can't. But that's you know that's how I've decided to approach the market. Say uh, I can't make head or tail of what's happening now, uh, but 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 let me look for these emerging businesses and and go there.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, and that's what worries me a little bit about Berkshire Hathaway or Berkshire as yeah. you call it. Um, uh, Warren Buffett's Berkshire uh, buys Dominion yeah. Energy natural gas assets in a ten billion US dollar deal the conglomerate oh, okay. uh, Berks, Berkshire that is is spending four billion US dollars to buy the natural gas transmission and storage assets of Dominion Energy including the assumption of debt the deal totals almost 10 billion US dollars now okay. to me it's it's flying in the face of what other large fund managers are doing whether it be the Norwegian sovereign wealth fund which mm-hmm. is getting rid of its uh, fossil fuel yeah. assets yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, yeah. He, and he, he seems to be going in a completely different yeah. direction it's it's almost exactly. like he, he's the Donald Trump of of investing at the moment. He's he going against the flow, and maybe that's why he's successful. Who knows? No,
1: that's what I'm saying. Hold mm. on a sec. You don't want those assets. No, you right? don't. If you want, if uh, funny enough, I just sold. I just and I loved the company it was Royal Dutch Shell. Yes. I also said, okay, you know they're cutting back their dividends. Uh, I used to buy them for the dividend payers, et cetera. I can't see anything really happening in natural gas or in energy over the next few years. No. And, uh, so, I switched into uh, a clean air company called Next Era, which is in Florida, which does have some fossil fuel, but most of it is wind and most of it is solar power. And it's a very successful utility down in Florida. And it it also fits, ticks all the boxes for, for, uh, or most of the boxes for ESG, you know, it's clean air and so on. And I feel better with that play. So, I'm saying that that hold on, we can do those kind of deals uh, rather than, than go for what what Buffett has are Kraft Heinz going nowhere, a major calamity. It just you know he's going to have to write off an absolute fortune because at the moment he hasn't written it down because uh, um, it, it's it's uh, you know it, it has a different qualification in his balance sheet. It's not a trading stock. Mm. Um anyway, and, and, and so, so that's, you know, I think you've got to approach it uh, with a different kind of perspective on this market. Of course, a lot of these people, there's a lot of stocks we're buying, which are mainly tech-based. People will stay expensive. I'm not going to argue, you know, I don't uh, – that, that, those things have never put me off, unless they're like Tesla, which is a 300 PE, you know, something like that. But if it's 21, 22, 23, that's not going to put me off buying them.
0: Mm.
1: So that's – that. you know, Lindsay, that's what I'm – that's the way I'm approaching it. But if you had to say to me today, as we're talking about, why is the market up? You know, is it going to be up or down tomorrow? I can't read it anymore. You know, I can't read what's driving, uh, you know, what's driving markets at the moment.
0: No, no, I, but I can tell you what's driving one particular share. And we haven't spoken about this because the trading statement came out on Friday evening. Yeah. And that is, is Capitec. Suddenly... Yeah. Suddenly, this thing is unraveling a little bit. And um, Garth McKenzie, or one of my regular commentators, said you can be right after two years, but that means that you're wrong. In other words, you know, if your timing is right eventually, Mm. it doesn't mean to say you're wrong in the first place. And I was talking about this with um, that chap from viceroy research uh, about a year and a half ago about this thing and he was very vociferous and forceful in saying that there is some accounting niceties there that just don't seem to add up and that friday trading statement the way i looked at it david is that they came out and it's almost as though they said okay we've got to come clean here and they're going to blame the coronavirus on these impairment charges and bad debt provisions and all that sort of thing and that's it seems to me they've lumped it all into this one statement what did you make of it because the share price down over seven percent today
1: look that's big for for capitech it's huge. I, i'm not I, yeah i'm not going into the conspiracy theory side of it no you know i look at it more practically and and sure and uh the practicalities of it the worry is that they, they generally serve the lower end of the market or lower income earners. Um, And the amount that they first, in in all respects, they were writing things down. Mm. Number one, the impairments, that's the biggest worry.
0: Yes, indeed. You know, they
1: said that Mm. these people were not necessarily delinquent. They'd all been paying up to the end of February, but things have changed. And suddenly the big worry is, is are these people who might have only been, you know, uh, who might have been delinquent this quarter, Are they necessarily going to come back the next quarter? I don't see it that way. I see South Africa not helping them out. I see things really dramatic here. And it's going to take a long time before those people get their jobs back. They might have been waiters. You know, they might have been shop assistants. They might have been in those kind of jobs. Those particularly hurt. So I'm very, very worried about those signals that we saw in that trading report. They also, the deposits were down, their lending was down, transactions were down. In other words, you know, activity going through their, their books. So it's pointing towards very difficult conditions. They're well capitalized. No one's challenging that. Mm. But as things get worse, you know, which I think they are, and it's not them. It's not only them. It's all banks. Mm. I think it's the whole financial sector. You must read through, you know, you must read through to the whole financial sector because those are the issues that we're going to face in this country. This is not America. (laughs) This is not Europe. This is South Africa where we're already struggling. Um, On the fiscal side, we're already struggling on the business side.
0: I looked at a long-term graph of of this particular share and uh, graphs, particularly for a stock yeah. like Capitec, which is to a certain extent, I don't need to say it's been manipulated, but it, it, it's certainly a managed share price, in my opinion. This is not the opinion of you, but uh, I, I think it looks like a 400, 500 rand a share, which is uh, which them. is dramatic to the downside. But if you look at the big long-term yeah. graph, if mm. things don't turn out well for the South African economy, this is where it could be and other banks could follow. But yeah. Capitec looks the most vulnerable to me.
1: You know what? If you if you measure this, I'm just seeing where they are today because they've come back. To they're below 800.
0: 800 now, aren't they? Because yeah, they're it was, below it,
1: 800, which it, it, takes it. Let's ignore March because that was a quick down and up. But it looks like uh, it's starting to form like tombstones and double, you know, what, what do you call it, head and shoulders? Whatever yes, all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Okay, all that nonsense. And I think this, we now go back to 2017. So we've given up three years and uh, – if we break through this, you're right. I think we could lose considerably more than uh, in another hundred, at least, just on a trot. You know, could be even worse than that. You did. If you're reading the charts, yes. Mm. I didn't realise it. To be honest, Lindsay, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. I, um, you know, I've. I've still assumed that the chart was in, in, in upward territory, but uh, I haven't looked at it for some time. No. And this is not a this broken sight. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm on form at the moment. I'm on form at the moment, by the way, because, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, last week we were talking about um, Manchester yeah. City versus Liverpool, and I said Manchester City are going to thrash yeah. Liverpool. And then, of course, they, yeah. they did do 4-0. <laughs> but I'm team. on yeah. a bit of a trot, so yeah. you've got to stick with me just for a week, and then it'll, no, all, of all course, right.
1: e- evaporate again <laughs> for pretty. No, it's okay, but, no, but you're but, right in this one. Yeah. I, th- I think I think it has broken through territory if it if it holds at today's levels, and uh, you know you could see. I think it's quite. Um, you were two. You're talking to Garth McKenzie. He uh, knows the charts. He know, does. Yeah, he's and, very
0: very good at that. Yes,
1: uh, and 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 it could pick up some some you know some signals there. But let's put it this way: it's under pressure, and I think most of you know. You know, I see South Africa. I was trying to explain this morning because there's still. A lot of fund managers who are, uh, you know, pushing South Africa, and I'm not. I look after other people's money. Yes. And so when you look after other people's money, you've got to be extra caution. You can't. You can't be frivolous. You know. You can't. You can't take pants with it. You can't uh, take. Uh, you know. Calculate. You know. You know what I'm trying to say. You can't just. Oh well. Let me try this. I can do that with my money. But you've got to be cautious, and therefore, you've got to turn things over a 100 times. And I see the South African market as a survival economy. Mm. In other words, we're looking at companies uh, on, the, on the strength of, can they survive? <laughs> are they going to survive this? Not are they going to grow through it. Are we going to grow from here? It's, are we going to survive? And that worries me if we're, you know, is pick and pay going to be able to hold on? And, you know, is, is Mr. Price going to be able to hold on? Not mm. grow, just hold on. And yes, they might grow. Why? Because Edgar's goes out or something like that, you know, Mr. Price and picks up some trade from there. And and, and, and that worries me. I can't invest other people's money on the strength of survival. It's got to be in companies that are going to prosper. Well, you know, well uh, capitalized selling a good product and so
0: on. So how do you look at it, David? Sorry, before you go on, Mm. how how do you look at it? Because um, it was about a year ago, I was speaking to an investment strategist at a well-known asset management company, and he said, Lindsay, for the next year, my ultimate goal is to preserve capital, not to to grow it. Obviously, I want to grow it, but he just wanted to preserve capital. Are you in preserving Mm. capital mode or growing capital
1: Uh, mode? Well, I'm, I'm preserving capital, but forming the base for future growth. Okay. And why are we preserving it this year is that we had a very good year last year, and and therefore we ran ahead of earnings, and earnings have to catch up. So you're in that kind of mode where uh, you know markets are not symmetrical; they don't just go up in a straight line. They do jump up and down, and I think we you know we're in that kind of area. But what you have to do is though, you still have to position yourself and say, okay, um, while we're waiting, should I hold on to this now? Nah. You know, it's got to do nothing. What's going to happen to this coming now? Let's get rid of that. And then look for the ones where things are starting to turn better, where they're still increasing their earnings, even though the share price might have run ahead of itself. So uh, it, it, it's those kind of businesses that, that, that you know, I'm interested in.
0: So what and, you're doing at the moment, that David, that? Uh, over mm-hmm. the weekend, uh, again, I'm interrupting you, you've been mm-hmm. doing some spring no. cleaning.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, And it's not... So, so the kind of companies I've, I've decided, the big one was to get rid of Berkshire. Yes. But on the other hand, for some time now, you know, we started portfolios a long time. I might have had Verizon in, you know, and Verizon came out of, strangely enough, it was split out of Vodacom, which I got, Vodafone, sorry, which we got rid of a long time ago. But always held Verizon because it was giving a fairly decent return. But when we're going into 5G, I think the mobile businesses will lag. You know, I think they're going to they're not going to be able to keep up with the other infrastructure companies related to 5G, to cloud, and to those areas. So um you'll you'll be able to pick up better businesses and say, Okay, look, uh I've done very well on Verizon. We have done well. Let's 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 move it into something else where I think there's going to be better opportunities. So it's that kind of spring cleaning. Um I don't I don't believe in the smoking companies, the Altrias and um, Philip Morris's and so on. I think ABM Beb's also having a very rough time. And so these might have been historically in portfolios. We've got rid of a lot of those. And then you start to look for other businesses that are going to emerge. Yes. And that's 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 so we're gonna call it spring cleaning. It's a nice way to put it.
0: Yes, yes, indeed. It's actually quite interesting talking about the booze and the tobacco companies and the hospitality industries because although the UK mm. opened up over the weekend, you can just see it was just a splurge. Mm. Uh, some people in mm. in Soho, one of my favorite areas of London, were going berserk on Saturday night and there wasn't social distancing and uh, certain places had to be closed down by, by the police because people were behaving irresponsibly. But I was t- looking at um, an interview with a chap, the chief operating officer of a company called Brewdog. Yeah. Which started in scotland it's a craft a so-called craft beer uh, company but they expanded so rapidly and did so well because it was such a cool brand that they've got 105 pubs that they own now and um the chap said yeah we've just we've we've been decimated and it's going to take a long long time uh, for us to get back so you have to re-look at these companies Mm. before you start Mm. steaming in which Mm. is why why the the stock Mm. market doing what it's doing is slightly worrying to me
1: Yes, I, I, in in those areas, mm. in those areas. That's why you can't just buy the index. No, yeah, don't. That that that's that's the whole point. This is a uh, you've got it's stock picking, and you've got to be very careful where you pick. You know that's the, you know those are the points, and and that's why we're doing the spring cleaning now. So I'm not. It's it's not the S and P. It's not the world mark. You know, it's not the world. The what's it? MSCI mm. or one of those world indices are. Uh, it's it's um it's saying, okay, these are the fifteen, twenty, twenty-five companies I like, I'm gonna go for them.
0: Quite so. Okay, so if we could tell what happened on the stock exchange new service today, if we can. Blue Label Telecoms came out with an initial trading statement for the year ended thirty-first of May, the share price up seven and three quarters. Do we even look at these these this company these days, or we just leave it alone and let it settle down? And that could be that could take years.
1: I think it's gonna take them a long time to find themselves. I mean, they blew yes. off about five and a half billion. Which is uh, took a little bit of talent uh, in such a short time, but I think <laughs> they're trying to, you know, they they are trying to to get themselves back on. Um, I you know it's it, it's very I I don't re- I watch them because I know the chaps and uh, yes. they 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 really nice chaps, but I mean the two brothers, they yeah, they really good are, good are nice chaps. They, they they are, but mm. and, and very magnanimous and very charitable. But I think they just took on a little. More than they could actually handle. They didn't really know what they were, and uh, they came back really hurt. And they should go back. I, you know, they'd be better as private operators. To be honest, just running a private business there, which sells airtime and goes into small little uh, operations on the side. Mm. So, you know, what once. Uh, uh, they were little darlings when they came on now, but I think, I think they've lost a lot of – you know, there's been a lot of reputational damage.
0: And I don't think it was them, actually. And, and you have to uh, say that the investment banking industry probably came yeah. to them and put a couple yeah. of proposals on the table and said, this is what you should be doing. You should yeah. be levering yeah. up. You should be gearing up. Yeah. You're good at this and that. And I, I don't think that they sat down and said suddenly – Wait a second, CLC looks like a good thing. I think it was put on their table and they were soft soaped into doing it. That's my, again, my, yeah. my
1: personal you, view. You, Lindsay, you know, in every business should be run like a, a court. Yeah. You know, you should have a judge there and you should have uh, an advocate for the defense and an advocate for uh, the state. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In other words, you're the CEO's advocate, you're the board, I'm going to act against it. And you've got to have those discussions. And that's one of the big problems around the board is that generally the CEOs get their way. Mm. And they bully or panel beat the non-executive directors and other people to believe in what they want to do because they've worked on it. And and, and, and this is another case. You know, you've know, you got to have somewhat every deal that you go into, you've got to be able to turn upside down and look at the And too many deals in our corporate world have gone through that have completely decimated uh, businesses. Yes. You know, we can start and talk about them forever. And that includes, You know, we could start with a big one, Steinhoff. We can go to Tongard. We can just keep going You know, all along, including Blue Label, EOH, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Sassel. Sassel. Cecil. Sassel's a huge one. Mm. 250 billion rand. Huh? Not know, down the drain, but just, certainly
0: the... injudiciously wow. um, uh, deployed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll take exactly. a long time to get that 250 yeah. back.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, they're maybe at 80 or 90 billion now with a lot of debt, whatever it is. Mm. So they're going to sell off little parts of it. But uh, at one stage, it had a market cap of, I think, 500 billion, you know, down to 80. That's what's happened. Mm. And, and, and again, it comes down, this is not the, this is the corporation. You know, this is, this is not the economy. So uh um you know that that that's the discussion. Mm-hmm. But but no one gets away with it. You don't need, you know, at school you'd get cuts. <laughs> we might even fail to stand it, but not here. You don't nothing happens to you, in the corporate world.
0: The other thing I think mm-hmm. that uh, most companies should have now is a psychologist. Uh, uh, yeah. And I think the people that are, that are doing really really well and getting a little bit cocky and going out to too many mm. lunches and saying, "Well, I've just made mm. 20% whereas uh, mm. William Williams uh, down the, down the desk has only made 2% over the year." People should uh, people should just say, "Right, sit down and have a chat and tell me about how yep. your mind's working." That's what well, I used mm. to work for a company that uh, did exactly that. It was uh, mm. it would uh, say, "Okay, you've uh, I wasn't a trader, I was I was a broker, but the traders would have to, uh, if they were shooting the lights out, uh, the trader would then be pulled aside and say, okay, you've got to take a, a couple of weeks off now, uh, because you'll rather stop trading and yeah, do some yeah. admin or something, because you're doing too well and it can't last forever. And there was some yeah. kind of rotation period, which was ahead of its time. But I, yeah. think, that, I think that every company should have someone that sits people down yeah, could, and says, yeah. how's it going?
1: Yeah. Mm. They don't. They don't do that. It's um, human resources or HR. You know, it's called in, human capital business.
0: now. By the way, it's not called well, human, well, human resources capital,
1: anymore. Okay. Mm, I hate Sorry, it. Sorry, human capital, HC, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is, I don't mind. You know what I'm talking about. I do. And, and you know, in every business, if you've got a machine, you've got mechanics there, and every few months or every month or so, they stop the engines and they stop the machines and they take the oil and they tighten the screws and they, they maintain it. We don't do that for our human capital. You Very well said. You know, hmm. we, you know what I mean? We don't do that. In all the years, in 50 years that I've been working, yeah. I've never had someone come to me and say human capital and say, okay, I'm going to make an appointment with you. How are you going? Yes. <laughs> How are things? Yes. How's things <laughs> you know, at home with the wife? With the you know? family. I, are I see never, you've just bought a
0: new car. Uh, you've got a convertible. Nothing. Does that mean you're going through a midlife crisis? <laughs> and what's, what's going on <laughs> Whatever. there? Whatever.
1: Yeah. Nothing. No. And I, 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 I say this because I really like the people in our HC and I get on very well with them. It. Yes. And it's not meant to dig at my own company. But of I'm saying it's. It, 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 it's, it's never happened. You know, people don't do that. And, and and that's why, um, you know, you, ne- you only get it when there's a problem. But they never check it, even now. And I think this was the ideal time yes. for HC, for human capital, <laughs> to make a mark. No one's ever phoned me here sitting in my little hole, you know, where I am at the moment, this dark little dingy desk of mine and someone said, how are you going? You know? yeah. <laughs> How's your mental you? state? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And we should be doing that. Because we're human beings. It doesn't matter how many mm. algorithmic, um,
0: how many algorithms mm. there are running the market. The people that actually make the algorithms and the, uh, mm. and the people that, as you quite rightly say, are the mechanics of the market are, are yeah. fragile individuals. How are you sure. doing? Do you have – mm. I've watched so many programs in the last few weeks about how people's oh. mentality is being challenged by this enforced isolation. And it obviously affects the way that you
1: think. Sure. Well, ask you deal with a lot of people. You're speaking to someone every day. Ask everyone. I'll ask Mr. Kunze tomorrow as his HR ever phoned him or HC. I'm going to ask, ask him, ask him tonight. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're okay. Maybe they're fine. You know. I'm not saying he might be an exception, but but, but uh, uh, I don't think we'd do that. You know. You know the the poor the poor youngsters. I feel sorry for my, the bachelors, and and I should say for the females as well, who are single, staying at home, mm. have been stuck in the offices now for three weeks, three months almost, not seeing anybody just on their own. and that. It's a terrible, terrible time. And I, and I think for most single people, not only the youngsters, well,
0: you live so, at home you with, with, your my lo- wife. with your lovely wife. Yeah. Don't <laughs> yeah. say it like that. She's lovely. <laughs> and please tell her to stop phoning me at night. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> but no, seriously, David, I mean, how, how is, this is a, a very personal question. How's your mental state? Uh, has it changed in
1: three months? You, you know what? I, of course, it, it has changed. I'm, I'm a very, thank goodness I'm working hard. You know, and I can always occupy myself. I read a lot. I do a lot of things. And
0: yes, because you're but a positive miss, person. Yeah.
1: I, you know, I'm going to say this to you, and it, uh, it uh, mustn't be taken the wrong way. Yeah. You know, look, I'm talking to you, but I miss the young people. I miss having young people around me because they keep you younger. Mm. If if you know what I mean, which happens in an office, which happens when you, when you kind of go out and. Or, or just break for tea, or go for a cup of coffee with some youngsters, and they, you know, they, they're talking about what's happening at mm. the ground. They talk a different language, and. And you learn a lot from them. I miss being surrounded by those people. You know, I can't see my kids at the moment. They're Australian and New York and that. But I miss, I miss the younger people. I'm, I'm tired of the old people. Is that know? how
0: you <laughs> stayed young at heart, David? Because you are, you're, you I mean, yeah. you are mm. stricken in years yeah. as, as I, I am mm. as well. But I mean, you've, mm. but you, you, you mm. do, do, you do maintain this sort of persona oh. of, of youthfulness. Is that how you've done it? By keeping uh, in touch with young people? Yeah. Is that what I, you're saying? I
1: learned. Mm. Absolutely. And I learned an attorney is a big Arsenal supporter, Michael Juden. Bad luck. And, and uh, he's, Michael's a great chap. Yes. He's a massive Arsenal man. But I went to a talk where he was talking to old ladies, old grannies. They were, it was at, uh, he was giving a talk, and it was a very simple talk. Mm. And he said, you know what? If you want to get on with your grandchildren, you must learn, you must come down to their level. You must know what they're doing. Don't try, ask them what they're reading, ask them what games they play, you know, ask them what music they're listening to. Don't try and force Mozart down their throats or don't try to make them read uh, William Thackeray and, you know, start giving them those lectures. Come down to their levels, you know. In other words, learn what they're doing. And and, and it was a very, very valuable speech. Mm -hmm. And I've always done that with my grandchildren, you know. Understand what they're doing. Try and understand how Fortnite works, you know, <laughs> or try and understand those kind of levels. I always talk yeah. to my granddaughter about music, you know. Uh, and, funny enough, I quite enjoy it in that. but she'll always tell me, go, go and listen to this or go and listen to this one, hmm. you know, which is uh, – and, and I think from that way, you, you learn so much about what's happening, uh, you know, with younger people. And, and it's, uh, it's important.
0: Mm, It really is. That's very good advice. And maybe your youthful attitude dictates your portfolio changing uh, at the moment because you're looking at things that young people are buying into. That's the whole point. Exactly.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely right. You know, what shoes my my granddaughter came and said, look, these are the shoes I'm buying for. She's off to camp in America. You know, they've opened up in Maine and that. And she'll tell me, you know, which Nike models they're buying, etc. And you can sense from how they act. And what they're doing, you know, where the money's being spent, and and how, you know, th- th- they don't go for big brands. Uh, it's funny that you know, these are Nike, but I mean, they don't go for the the rich brands or something like this. And they got, mm. you know, and you learn a lot. You you pick up a lot. Well, know, this is where this mm. is
0: maybe where Mr. Buffett is wrong because mm. I, if you yep. spoke to millennials or or people mm. in their in their teens. People in their 20s, would they invest in a natural gas asset yeah. for 10 billion no. US dollars? They say no, no, grandpa Shapiro, no, definitely not. You mustn't buy those companies. We don't I, like them. I, and
1: that's the future. I, I promise you, if I, I, if, if, if I went to my grandson Gideon and I said, Giddy, give me 10 stocks. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to Buffett, give me 10 stocks. I'm going to choose Giddy's 10 stocks. It's <laughs> you know? fascinating. I mean it. He's going to tell me. He'll tell me where they're spending, you know, what's happening. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, quick one as we, because uh, I've kept you too long. Um, not a at quick, all. quick one on football. Real Madrid yeah. look as though they're going to win their league, which uh, pains, yeah. pains me greatly, even though Barcelona won 4-1 last night. I saw Arsenal actually play not a bad game of football against mm-hmm. Wolves and they won, they won 2-0. They, they, seem 2-0. To, they seem to have consolidated because Wolves are on a, soft, yeah. a hot streak
1: at the moment. <laughs> what did you think? You know what they're playing? They're playing. They've got three at the back now, mm. so they've got uh, David Luiz in the middle. So they can't do if he's on his own with some with only another centre. <laughs> no, back, he's, he's rubbish. He's terrible. Yeah. So they've got to put him in the middle, <laughs> and I think that's working. So it's a three-five-three three combination. Yes, which which seems to have consolidated the uh, the defence. Mm. You know, and they, they they look a lot more solid than they. And Will's a good team, eh? Huh? But then you get Man City. And when you get Man City, I mean, they just take out Liverpool with the most beautiful soccer. And then they struggle for 90 minutes to score. Yeah, it does struggle. I think that um, when so, uh, do you know uh, what's
0: happening with the UEFA Champions League? Don't you? That it's starting. No. It's starting again on August the ninth, I think it is. Yeah. And instead of the two-legged affairs, it's all being played in Portugal, and it's all knockout now. It starts, okay. so, so you, you, they'll be playing at the Benfica Stadium and the Porto oh, Stadium, wonderful. and it's a knockout tournament behind closed doors. Obviously, I'm really looking forward to that. It's only a month no, away now. It'll be great yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You don't have to wait two weeks and backwards exactly. and forwards and oh, fantastic mm. anyway oh, david all right we nice shall talking. speak <laughs> tomorrow with david kunza
0: but uh, for now that was shapiro <laughs> world and david shapiro <laughs> okay. is the deputy chairman of sass Securities. the views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency organization employer or company associated with